This is the Field of Streams Fantasy Baseball Podcast, brought to you by Fangraphs. Hello and welcome to the Field of Streams Podcast for Monday, August 1st. I'm your host, Dylan Higgins, joined by my co-host, Matthew DeWaskin. Matt, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. Yeah? Yeah. That's, that's better than many of the answers I usually get from you. I'm, I'm doing okay, yeah. No. We are uh, recording on Sunday evening, as we often do, the night before the day we make picks for, and sometimes we record a little early and then we're like, have to give the warning that things might change by then, and sorry if things are different, but this is trade deadline, so I feel like things might change by the end of the show, much yes. less by the evening, uh, probably by the time you listen to this, weird stuff going on. I'm, I'm uh, happy you said something, because you know, I, I was going through the names, and like I saw Jonathan Lucroy was like a great matchup, and yeah. I cannot write down Jonathan Lucroy. Yeah, uh, I agree. I like Jonathan Lucroy. Uh, we'll get to that. But I'm like, big asterisk, like, if he's there, who knows? Oh, you see, uh, I, I didn't even bother. I just, I'm just assuming yeah. that he's probably not going to... If anything, he's probably not going to play. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're recording on Sunday. If things we say don't make sense or a guy is, you know, not on that team yeah, or who or knows what happens. Different jersey or... Yeah. That's that's how podcasts work. I apologize in advance. Um, you know, I don't Matt, think you owe them anything, Dylan. But <laughs> <laughs> Matt, how was your weekend? You you got anything before we get into these uh, picks? Busy, too busy. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah, that's that's not necessarily bad, right? Uh, busy. Yeah. Um, well, we are going to look at picks for Monday. The first, there are eight games as a small slate. Uh, it, it's not small. It's just not full. There's plenty to pick from though. It's manageable, for sure. So, we start at catcher. Matt, we like Jonathan Lucroy going to San Diego to get Jared Cozart. Probably not on the table. Who it's else not. do you like uh, at catcher? Uh, I'm starting with Brian McCann versus Logan Verrett. I like that. Yeah. Lefty and righty, you know, Verrett, it, it, it's more of a pick against Verrett than it's a pick for Luke, for McCann. Yeah, and Verrett hasn't been awful. He's just been very whatever, I feel like. He's, Is he's that... Been... You get a pretty severe platoon split against lefties, and I kind of like the matchup for McCann. Yeah, yeah. Getting in on that Subway series. CC Sabathia against Logan Verrett in the Subway series in 2016. That'll mm-hmm. be good. Uh, who else you got at catcher? Jason Castro versus Marcus Stroman. Okay. I know for you that's mostly a pick against Stroman, right? Actually, it's a little from column A, a little from column B. You know, uh, it's lefty and righty, which we want for against Stroman. Mm-hmm. We actually want for Castro. Mm-hmm. You're coming around a little bit on uh, Castro? This season, yes. Yeah. I understand. I, I, I've been burned so bad by Jason Castro in so many leagues that... <laughs> you can't draft him anywhere, but in DFS against Marcus Stroman, you're like... In DFS against Marcus Stroman on Monday, it's fine. Okay. Yeah, I agree. I think he's totally fine. Hmm. And last time I was... I have, uh, Mariners catchers versus Eduardo Rodriguez. Okay. Uh, I agree. It's uh, Zunino or Ionetta. Yeah. They're both right-handed. They both hit lefties. Yeah. Neither are spectacular, but oh. both should be fine, right? Correct. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I had them down, too. Um, the only names I had down you didn't. Um, oh. I wrote Sal Perez getting Chris Archer. You thinking about it at all? He's hit righties this year. All right. Yeah. I mean, Chris Archer has pitched himself into a weird gray area. We were like, I don't really... Totally trust him, but I don't think I'm ready to pick against him. You know, he's got like so. eight billion strikeouts, though. He does. His FIP looks good, but he's getting hit. I don't know. Uh, you could consider Sal Perez as a unpopular pick, but it's not my favorite. 
Um, and then I wrote down Cubs catchers getting Tom Kohler. I think Cubs will be a popular stack. Uh, and so if you want Wilson Contreras or Miguel Montero, I think that's totally fine as well. Okay. Um, do you have a favorite there among the catchers? Might be Castro. It, yeah. Just, I mean, I like McCann, but I think Castro's going to be cheaper. I, I'm not gonna, I really love the match for Jonathan Luke, where he would be my favorite if it wasn't deadline day. Yep. But yeah, I, don't, I, I, I agree. Plays, if somehow he's in the lineup, go for it. But can't feel confident this far in advance that he's going to be there. All right, on to first base, Matt. What are you thinking at first base? First base, I had a bunch of names, actually. Okay. Um, I had Carlos Santana versus Jose Barrios. Uh, I like that, yeah. Jose Barrios is interesting because uh, it's a yeah. very talented guy who I think has a good future ahead and has been great in the minors, and then he came up and was bad in the major leagues in his first cup of coffee, which is to be, I wouldn't say expected, but not surprising. He well, went back down and he was awesome again. So it's not going to surprise me at all if he comes up and has it figured out and it's good. Uh, I'm not going to be shocked if, you know, he's a good pitcher. But the evidence we have is that he was bad in the major leagues, and I think you can pick on him, right? Would you agree with that analysis? Oh, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of glad you brought this up. Okay. There were, there were two quotes I saw this weekend from Paul Molitor that had me scratching my head. Okay. Uh, the first one was about the trade deadline when he he had no no idea what direction the Twins would go in. Like if they're gonna go all in, if they're gonna if if they're gonna like be buyers or sellers, I, he just kind of like threw up his hands. I don't know. Yeah, uh, I I think we know, Paul. I think we know. And and well, I, I think they've already they've already sold like their one big piece, right? That's the thing. They're in a weird spot where they don't have a lot to sell. No, they not really. really. So. Maybe they are buying. Maybe they're doing nothing. Either way, Paul Molitor has yeah. no clue what's yeah. going to happen. Clueless at the helm, sure. And the second one was about Jose Barrios. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he said he, he was reading these reports and he just had to bring them back up. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what what could possibly be have been written on those reports that Molitor just like banged his fist on his desk and said, damn it, I've got to have Barrios again. I don't know. He was good at AAA. He's a he's a top prospect again. It's a it's a talented pitcher that I'm excited about, but you can't be all in right off the bat. You know, we've seen it too many times with these young guys. Just the, the way he worded it, like the, you know, I got these reports from 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 Rochester, and I just had, I had to have him back up here. I was like, what? What's on that report? Yeah. What do you learn that you didn't already know about this exactly. really talented pitcher? So, yeah. So um, I'm intrigued by him against Cleveland, but uh, I think you can pick against him, too. I think there's a fair chance he struggles. Yeah, based on what we saw last time, I don't see why not. I don't see why you Sure. Uh, Anthony Rizzo versus Tom Kohler. Yes. I think that's a... Put a star around that. I mean, you'll pay for it, but... Yeah. Will, but I, th- I think that's probably a matchup. Hanley Ramirez versus James Paxton. I like that a lot. Even though I like James Paxton, I think he can have big outings. I like that a lot, though. Yeah, I do, too. And Justin Smoke versus Doug Fister. Uh, yeah, I like that. I like lefties against Fister a lot. We'll get to Doug Fister, but I like Justin Smoke. And lastly, I have a first baseman who won't be a first baseman in any stack. Okay. Who do you got? Stephen Pierce versus Danny Duffy. Okay. Yeah. If Stephen Pierce is still with this team, I think there's a chance to move him. I I didn't think... I've heard his name whispered, but... Yeah. You could keep an eye out if he's there. Um, if he's getting a lefty like that, I like that for sure. So, I agree. Um, only name I had you didn't is Chris Carter getting Jared Cozart. Because why not? It's Jared Cozart. I think Jared Cozart, you know, despite going to San Diego, is not going to suddenly have it figured out. Used to be an interesting guy, but 
I think Chris Carter could take him deep. Is, I mean, Rizzo's our favorite if he plays, for sure. Why would uh, he play? <laughs> sorry, if you can afford him. Obviously, he'll play. That's what I meant. Yeah, if if you can afford him, is, is what I was thinking. And then I got mixed up by uh, whether Steve Pierce is going to play. Was there any other first baseman that stuck out to you? I think Hanley might be my favorite, honestly. Yeah, I like Hanley a lot, too. He's, he's an OPS like, against lefties over 1,000, and J-Pax has... OPS against righties, like, up around, like, 8-900, something like that. It's bad. Yeah, that's a good matchup for him, for sure. Um, all right, what are you thinking at second base? I had, actually, I was surprised by how many options I had. Um, yeah, I have five written down. What did I? Let's see, let's see if we have the same guys. Okay. okay. Jason Kipnis versus Berrios. Uh, absolutely, sure. Neil Walker versus CeCe? Yep, likes to hit lefties, should do just fine. Oh. Now the bad CeCe is back. And he was a double short of the cycle on, on Sunday. He's rolling. I like that matchup. It'll be good. Uh, next up, Logan Forsyth versus Danny Duffy. Yeah, absolutely. I wish Danny Duffy were a little worse, but I, I definitely believe in Forsyth against a lefty. I, I think he's adequately bad against righties. Yeah. Uh, ben Zobers versus Tom Kohler. I had that too. Yes, I think, again, Cubs stack all day. And this one, this is going to be where we're different, I think. Okay. Ryan Schimpf versus Dewey Nelson. I did not write Ryan Schimpf, but I am totally what? fine with it. He's been so hot, and he's hitting righties. I like Jimmy Nelson a lot, but I think Chimp is fine there, for sure. So, your boy, Ryan Chimp. We're officially calling him your boy. No, um, I don't, I'm not taking responsibility for Ryan Chimp. <laughs> and then, um, the one I had, you did not, because I did indeed uh, match with you on all the others, is Daniel Murphy getting Archie Bradley. And, uh, that Archie an asterisk. What, why is that? What are you thinking here? He set out on Sunday with leg tightness. Okay. After being pulled from a game on Saturday with leg tightness. Okay, I did not did not note that. So that does deserve that asterisk if he's in there. You don't want to get pulled. Um, but Archie Bradley has a notable platoon split, and so that's a left-hander, and I have a few other Nationals lefties that I'll like, but Murphy's one of them. If he's in there, I like it. Um, is Neil Walker your favorite of this list, do you think? Or Logan Forsythe, maybe? I was going to say Kipnis. Okay, there's a lot of good ones. I'm a little worried that good Berrios shows up. I might, I might bank on bad, uh, bad Sabathia and go with Neil Walker and how well he's at lefties. So, um, there's a lot of options though at second base. So for me in DFS, when there's a lot of options like this, I often like to go there last and fill out the rest first. But uh, not telling you how to build your your slate. Okay, at third base, I only have three no, no, names. Dylan, yes, that's yes. The purpose of this podcast is to tell that's people true. how to build their stack. I need to be bossier, you're right. I am going to tell you how to play DFS, and you should pick second base last, and first base last. Fill out the rest first. I usually do pitcher first. I don't know why we do pitcher last on this show, because it's often where I go first, if I were to try and build. So we, we get people to listen, so they don't want to hear the, the hot That's true. pitching That's true. Uh That is true. That is where this podcast came from. Um, third base, I have three names. Okay. I think the if you if you can spend it, Chris Bryant gets Tom Kohler. Right. No hesitation there. Um, I like Jose Ramirez getting Jose Barrios. Some Jose on Jose crime. You okay with that? Wait, so you're okay with Jose Ramirez, but you're not okay with Jason Kipnis? I didn't say I wasn't okay with Kipnis. He just wasn't my favorite. Oh, okay. All just right. wasn't my my one to bold. But uh, I like Kipnis just fine against him, and I'm going to consider okay. Jose Ramirez. Continue. And then Evan Longoria getting a lefty and Danny Duffy. Are you all over that? I'm, I like it a lot, actually, yeah. But there's one yeah. I like even more. Okay, so those were my three. Who do you like even more than that? Uh, Wilmer Flores versus CC Sabathia. 
Okay. Is, is Wilmer Flores beating up lefties more than I realize? I think his OPS is over 1,000 against lefties. That, that would be a yes. That would be a, yeah, I did not realize that. And that is pretty mean. I'm into that. Cool. Uh, any other third baseman for you? No, that's it. Yeah. Good Good call on Flores. Is, so is Flores your favorite? Uh, Actually, yeah. Yeah, I like that. If you can afford Longoria, I like him, but I think Flores is a good sneaky pick. Um, I had five shortstops. How'd you do a shortstop? I had three, and I know okay. one of, I know one of them is very different. Okay, who do you got? Okay, first Francisco Lindor versus Barrios, which I'm sure you hate. <laughs> It'll be fine. I'm totally fine with that. Okay. Xander Bogarts versus James Paxton. Love it. Absolutely. Me too. And Washington shortstop versus Archie Bradley. Okay. Uh, Espinoza, because he's a lefty, or Stephen Drew, if he gets in there? Mm, Stephen Drew, I believe, is in the DL. Oh, that might be right. No, they have, actually, they, they have two switching shortstops. One is Danny Espinoza. The other is one Wilmer Defoe. Okay. What can you tell me about Wilmer Defoe? Uh, he's a 24-year-old prospect. Okay. Hitter, shortstop out of Dominican yeah. Republic. That's, 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 the point is that he can left-handed against Archie Bradley, and that's Correct. what makes us excited. Correct. And he will come... Absolutely dirt cheap. Okay, I like that. I like that as a, a cheap option, especially at shortstop. Shortstop's a good place to not spend money. So, uh, yeah, I'm into that. Um, the names I had you didn't. Uh, Jonathan Villar getting Jared Cozart. Again, Villar's becoming a guy that I think we can mention most days, and I'm not worried about uh, about San Diego. He'll be fine there. Um, and I wrote Edison Russell getting Tom Kohler, mostly because uh, I just like the Cubs stack. I think Cubs are going to do pretty well there, so... Uh, I like Addison Russell. Um, all right, into the outfield, Matt. Where are you going in the outfield? Okay, actually, I didn't have any. I had one stack that I kind of like, and then it's all individual guys, believe it or not. Okay, sure. Uh, the stack that I like is the uh, Indians versus Jose Barrios. It's okay. Tyler Nakin and Lonnie Chisholm. Yeah, Tyler Nakin just keeps hitting. And if he Lefty just in particular. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, uh, I like that. Me too. Uh, oh, I forgot, I, I'm sorry. I also wanted to say uh, Seattle stack with uh, Nelson Cruz and the big fragu, Franklin Gutierrez. Yep, I'm all over that. I like that a lot. Okay. Next up, I've got Carlos Beltran versus Logan Verrett. Sure. Yeah, I tried to look at Yankees outfielders and find ones I liked, and man, Gardner and Ellsbury have been uninspiring. But no, they, they, yeah, it's... They're not horrible, but they're just not... They're not inspiring. No, so. it's not, not a very inspiring offense right now. Yep. Uh, next up, uh, Brennan Geyer versus Danny Duffy. Love it. Totally love it. Uh, Dexter Fowler versus Tom Kohler. Absolutely. Totally in on that, too. Michael Saunders versus Doug Fister. Uh, really like that also. He's had trouble with lefties. Bryce Harper versus Archie Bradley. Man, he's been... I, I think I saw a tweet today that he has more... Now has more walks than hits this year. Like, his batting average is way low, but he's still walking like crazy. Like, I... Obviously crazy talented, obviously a huge ceiling. We talked about on Friday how his prices come way down. I think you can always pick him, but it's definitely not a lock. I don't know, but he gets Bradley, who struggles you, with lefties enough. That I, I think count against Archie Bradley, I love it. Yeah, no, you, you got to take it. Um, you got to take it if you can afford it. He he has like the biggest ceiling of anybody in baseball, just about you know, other than like the Mark Trumbo types. But he could easily hit a couple home runs. So. That, that would be an interesting conversation. Who has the biggest ceiling? Who has the highest floor? Right. Uh, yeah, because floor is guys like Joe Mauren type, you know, yeah. where you're like, yeah, I won't give you a zero, but ceiling is boomer bust guys that you're hoping for multi-homers from, yeah, basically. I, I, I have to think about it before I, I 
yeah. But Harper's up there just in terms of crazy power and having huge days. Uh, so I like that. Okay. Um, yep. Next up, next up, I had Ryan Braun versus Jared Cozart. Uh, sure. Righty on righty, but Cozart's bad enough that I don't really uh, care. Cozart, for his career, he's been awful against righties. Yeah. He has weird all-over splits. Uh, they kind of change, but they. the point is they've just mostly been bad. So, yeah, I like that. And I have two cheap options that oh. I love. Okay. I have my guy, Travis Jankowski. Okay. Nelson. You've influenced me enough that I picked him up in a in a fantasy league. So, so. I'm I'm not embarrassed to say I did I did too. It's a twenty team league, but I still yeah. Pick him up. Yeah. Um, can we start calling him Janky? Sure. We can start calling him Travis Janky. Well, or it, no, 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 just just Janky. Oh no, it's a nickname. So. So sure. It's it's just like every other nickname for a baseball player, where you just chop the end of their name and add an e to it. Or oh, wow. don't chop it. Like Mike Trout, I'm sure in the clubhouse is just called Trouty. I'm sure. I think it's, I think it's his Twitter handle, isn't it? Uh, it, Mike Trout. Yeah. I think Mike Trout might have finally switched to Mike Trout. Must have bought it or something. Really? At Mike Trout. Yeah. But but most b- baseball players are just their name with an e sound at the end. So no, I'm I'm sure. Funny. I was right. Oh. Okay. Or at well, least it used to be. It, it might. Be, I think he. I think he switched. I, I think, think he did. He, but yeah, way, he must I, have finally he could finally afford to buy his at at his name. Uh yeah, he's at Mike Trout now. But yeah, no, it used to be Trouty, and I think that's just that's a baseball player thing to be I am sure he gets called Janky. I'm sure we can call him Janky. I'm sure he does. Yeah, hockey hockey thing too. Yeah. They're not yeah, very like uh, athletes are not very creative with their nicknames. I, I I take that back with hockey it's always an R. Oh really? Yes. Like so Patrick Kane would be Kaner. Hundred percent correct, yes. Yeah. All day. Okay. Got it. I can see that. Absolutely. So, but this is uh, baseball, Jonathan, so we're calling him Janky. Jonathan Taves is Taser, I think. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. Anyway, and my final, final awesome cheap pick that I kind of can't wait to toss into a stack. Mm-hmm. My, my guy is back. Jay Ruggs. Back back with the Mets. <sighs> he Justin, is. Justin Ruggiano versus CC Sabathia. He has one thing. He's one skill, and it's hitting yeah. lefties, and he's yes, going he to is. do Carl. Yep, you're not wrong. I did not have that down, but that is his skill, and that is the spot to use him in. So, he rugs. I'm so happy he's back in my life. Yeah, that's what he does. He he was an interesting guy for a while. You were hoping for 10-10, 15-15 from him if he could get full-time, and, and he should be used against lefties. So I like that. That's good. Um, I wrote down, along with Harper, I wrote down Ben Revere, just because it's a lefty game. Always Bradley. You always write down Ben Revere. I like Ben Revere just fine. Um, if you like, if you have Janky, if you can go with Janky against uh, Jimmy Nelson, I can take Ben Revere against Archie Bradley. Um, Except one of those hitters is actually good, and it's not Ben Revere. Let's let's not go too far with this. Uh, <laughs> I wrote. I didn't have many. You didn't. Um, you went a Cespedes getting Samathia, but uh, he's been banged up. You might want to put an asterisk against that one. Did he hit the DL, or is he just banged up? He's. He's got a quad strain. They keep saying, like, oh, he's pretty hurt, but we don't want to put him on the DL. And you're like, yeah. why? Well, I like, okay. If he gets in, I'm thinking about it just because he pounds on lefties so hard. But very well m- might not start, uh, were, which means Yankee, more Justin Ruggiano. Bill, if it were in Yankee Stadium, I'd be okay. With the fact that it's, it's in uh, City Field. Field, it means there's no DH. That's true. We'll see. We'll see. If he's in there, I'm thinking about it. Um,. And I don't know who, 
The only other two names I had that you didn't list that I don't that I don't love. Uh, I wrote Christian Yelich getting Kyle Hendricks, but just because I was looking for some Marlins. But okay. I mean Hendricks is pretty darn good. It's hard to pick against him. And then I wrote uh, Colby Rasmus getting Marcus Stroman, even though he's okay. gone through his bad stretches. But I think you could try and pick some more Astros there. Pretty rough. And that's the the lefty I like, or yeah. your boy Preston Tucker. Would you yeah, consider your boy Preston Tucker? Those guys been rough. Yeah, I yes yes, but he has the pop to run into one. Um, my favorite in the outfield, though, I like, I love Michael Saunders, I love, uh, Dexter Fowler, and, uh, that Justin Ruggiano pick, if he gets in there, is a nice, gonna be super cheap option. I love that, I I cannot, I cannot wait to see him get in the lineup, I'm so fired up. That's good. Alright, uh, then we gotta pick some pitchers, um, I'm thinking about Jose Barrios anyway, are you? No. Okay, Okay. I'm, he's good, he's talented. What what I'm dubbing this... Today's pitching slate is called Rich Man, Poor Man. Okay. Where I feel you have the rich man version of a pitcher and the poor man version of the same pitcher. You see a lot of pairings here? I see, I see a lot of uh, duality. Okay. In the, All right. What do you... that. For example, Tom Kohler and Kyle Hendricks. You've essentially got, you know, rich man version, Kyle Hendricks, and poor man version, Tom Kohler. Sure. But I feel like... <sighs> I see what you're saying, and I agree, but... The poor, like, the rich man version is only so good and it has to be just right to not be bad. You know, like, the margins are small. Yes. Uh, with this type of pitcher, which is how, like, uh, Dallas Keiko like, fell apart so bad because the margins were so small. Um, like, right. if Kyle Hendricks, like, isn't in the league in two years, I won't be blown away. I hope that's not true. But things could go south for, like, control pitchers like that. Okay. Um, how about Steven Strasburg and Archie Bradley? You've got the ultimate rich man version. And mm-hmm. at this point, the poor man version of the same guy. Okay. Just in terms of right-hander with strikeouts? Pretty much, yeah. Right-handed power pitcher, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I can see that. Let, let's rewind one sec. So you're not considering Tom Kohler, right? No. As, no. But would, you're going to consider Kyle Hendricks in Miami. Or against Miami, right? Yes, of course. Yeah, I like that. So, of course, you would take Strasburg against the D-backs. Uh, he's reliable almost every time out. Are you thinking about Archie Bradley getting the Nationals, though? No. Okay. I'm at least thinking about it, because uh, he's been good against righties this year, and we did not list that many lefties for him to deal with. So, yeah, Bryce um, Harper, shortstops. Yeah, there's there's a couple. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so I'm I'm thinking about uh I'm thinking about Archie Bradley, but don't love it. It's just a cheap option. So, right. who uh, who else are you looking at? I love my guy Danny Salazar again. Salazar and Jose Barrios, rich man, poor man. Sure, absolutely. Uh, and they're all facing off. Yeah, no, I like... Uh, all, all day on Salazar is going to be just fine, but I'm thinking about Barrios. Um, I don't think the Indians are that scary of a matchup. They're good, not great. Um, and Barrios has a lot of talent. So, I mean, if you're feeling brave and you're in a GPP, I think there are guys to roll the dice on, like Barrios and, and Bradley or even Paxton. I'd kind of rather roll the dice on Logan Barrett than Barrett. You can do that. There's not a huge ceiling there, but I think the Yankees are cold enough that you can consider Logan Barrett. Yeah. There's, it would not shock me if he won that game, you know, especially against Samathia. Are you thinking about Chris Archer against Kansas City at all? Yeah, I think you have to be because Kansas City's so, so inspiring. Yeah, they're not great, uh, and it, it's in Tampa Bay, so I think that's a, that's a place you can go. Um, those are the best pitchers other than Jimmy Nelson in San Diego's a green light, right? I think he has to be, yeah. As, as long as you can avoid Ryan Schimpf and our boy Janky, I think that, uh, 
I, I love the Jimmy Nelson start here. I'm all in there. It's in San Diego. They can't hit. Uh, I do like a lot. Yep. Um, James Paxton has a terrible matchup. He's just been such a Jekyll and Hyde pitcher where every once in a while he shows up with a crazy good outing. I don't trust it. I don't believe it. I'm not recommending it, but it's not going to shock me. So if you're feeling crazy and so start that nobody else is going to take, we've seen him be good against good offenses. But... I'd almost, if I'm like just pulling a name out of a hat, I'd, I'd almost rather have Eduardo Rodriguez. Uh, he's been so bad, though. I want him to be better. I like the matchup better, of course, but he's been horrific. ERA of six five one. I mean, it's been a little bit better lately, for sure. Oh, six six I, runs across his last uh, three starts. I've but... never seen, he's got he's thrown forty seven innings. Guess how many home runs he's given up? Uh, a bunch. Well, yeah, that's too many. That's one um, four innings. That's that's <laughs> all the home runs. That's all of them. If he can stop doing that, that'll be good. But he has to go against Nelson Cruz, so. The other two, actually, there's only one more I want to talk about, because I mentioned Archie Bradley in that split. Check this out. Real nuts. Doug Fister uh, has held right-handed batters to a 5-4-6 ERA this year. Accurate. What's his OPS against lefties? Bad. So <laughs> I'm worried about Justin Smoke and Michael Saunders, but after that, it's really right-handed out of Toronto. Yeah. So um, I wish there were more strikeouts. This is the problem, is that the, there's a possibility he like has a good outing, but the ceiling's just not there. Because even God forbid he goes seven scoreless against Toronto somehow, you should throw a parade. That's amazing, but he might only get four or five strikeouts from it. You know, uh, so an option, but the ceiling's just not there to take the risk. You know, but but worth mentioning because usually you'd go no way. Like what a me- mediocre pitcher against a great offense. I'm like the matchup might be better than you think for him. Um, but I just I just don't see the the ceiling there for taking that much risk, if that makes sense. So, Fair enough. No, I, no I, I get it. I do. Yeah. If, if uh, you're going for the ultimate floor pick, I think Doug Fisher, Logan Verrett, both at home. Yeah. Would be like the I, ultimate floor pick. Yeah. Uh, you want to get real cheap? I think there are a lot of cheap options here. Yeah. You know. I guess Barrios Bradley would be the ultimate ceiling, wouldn't it? You can roll the dice on those guys. At least they'll get some strikeouts. Yeah. Yeah. But if you want to pay for Zalazar or Archer. Or Strasburg, I think we... And Kent Hendricks is, is right up there, too. Yeah, but I think Jimmy Nelson might be my favorite guy right in the middle that I think has a ceiling and can do well. So I, I have confidence you in Jimmy say Nelson. Jimmy Nelson and Chris Archer, I think he'd make money. Yeah, I think that's a... a I would have faith in those guys to, to get you some points. Um, are there any pictures there I didn't mention that you like? Not Don't really, right? We ran down every single one in excruciating detail. Danny Duffy going to Tampa Bay, if you want. But I just don't trust Danny Duffy that much. So. No. The good news is, with all these like boomer bust, uh, cheap version, expensive versions, a lot of these guys are eligible for the contest. Uh, you can take Barrios, C- you? you? No, I'm not. Uh, but oh. you can. You can take Barrios. I think Barrios is worth taking a flyer on in your deeper formats. You should pick him up. Uh, both sides of Sabathia Verrett are eligible. Uh, Jose Barrios is eligible. Doug Fister is eligible. Uh, he scares me though, just because I think he could blow up real bad, and we're kind of we're kind of scared of blow ups in a, this contest. Archie Bradley's eligible. Um, James Paxton's eligible, which again is interesting, but there's too much of a downside there. Um, Jimmy Nelson comes in at forty nine percent, and I got to do that, and I would be surprised if you do not take Jimmy Nelson with me. Oh man, that's that's like the, one of my favorite picks in the slate. I got to go with that. Yeah, it's the best one. It's 49% owned in Yahoo Leagues, which is uh, we've got to get 50 or under for us to be eligible in this one, and I think that's the, the go-to one. I'm interested in some of the other ones. They're interesting, but when I see that at 49% he's going to San Diego, I go, yeah, that's our pick. we got to do that. So 
you are joining me in Jimmy Nelson, and I, okay. I figure you got to. Cool. All right. Uh, anything else for you, Matt, before we get out of here? Uh, do we want to mention my, my faucet? <laughs> that you've conquered your plumbing problems? Did. Nice work. I, and, uh, and you had to educate me on it, because I was like, oh, so did your faucets mismatch? And you're like, no, you buy the whole thing. It's like a whole set together. Yeah, no, I, I had to try. I, I probably could have, like, found, like, a replacement handle and just tossed it on there, but the whole thing really needed to go. Yep. So, yeah, I just, it, it, it took a, it took a bit longer than I had planned. It took about 90 minutes, and it should have taken 30 if I had the right tool. Mm-hmm. But I, 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 I had to talk to my wacky neighbor, who's about 83 years old. <laughs> and uh, I'm pretty sure he's lived here since about 1983. Yeah, but so, what's helpful? He, he had a wrench that I could, I, I could borrow, and it worked. So that's, that's what you needed. Um, surprise. Sorry, go ahead. No, it was just, just I, I don't know why I was always so intimidated by some of these DIY projects. It has been, nothing has been like so hard that I'm like, you know, you know, like throwing up my hands in frustration. You know. Yeah, the thing with plumbing is worst case scenario. There's again, there's a there's a downside where things could go badly. Not, uh, depending, no, really, you know, there's so many valves and safeties that it's really hard to screw up. That's true. You have I to, guess that's like, true. No joke. You would have to actually try to screw up. Right, and at least it's your bathroom sink and not, like, your toilet, where you're going to be in trouble if you knock it out of commission, you know? So, I can see that, yeah. Uh, I was going to say, while we're talking in this uh, Sunday Night Baseball Mariners-Cubs game, uh, Joe Madden pulling off the Waxahachie swap again, likes doing that with Travis Wood in left field, and he's doing exactly that. I love it. It's great. It's great. I want to see it in October. I just, it's the best thing, so... He is running between left field and into the mound and pitching against lefties and then going out to play outfield again. And Oh, it's the best thing. It's one of my favorite things in baseball, and it is happening on Sunday Night Baseball in Wrigley, which is pretty cool. Do so. you want to talk about uh, Homer Bailey? Uh, Homer Bailey came back and was fine. He's actually really good. <laughs> yeah. Got the Padres and then did well. Five and two-thirds, two earned runs, six strikeouts. He did let a, a run score on him while he was sleeping. Did you see that? Yes, he did, yeah. Uh, Will Myers stole home. Will Myers stole home while Homer Bailey allowed a walk and then turned around and kind of was like, oh, dang, I issued a walk. Well, at least I got another 30 seconds before I got to pay attention to home plate. And no, Will Myers just ran home on him from third, which is embarrassing and awesome at the same time. So welcome back, Homer Bailey. You pitched well, but also... Stole third base off him. Yeah, well, he does that. That I expect a little more. Um, but yeah, that, sh- that should about do it for us heading into Monday. Matt is on Twitter at MattD underscore DFS. I am on Twitter at HigginsFOS. And as usual, uh, we like hearing from you guys. So uh, make sure to hit us up. Um, that'll do it for us for Monday. Good luck surviving the trade deadline. By the time we record for Tuesday, I think we will have survived the deadline itself. And oh, so we, can... we, we first to talk about my favorite thing. What was your favorite thing? There was a quote from Carlos Rodon today. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> In which he, he's he's seeking consistent execution. That's that's what he said. That's what he's after. Okay. The the, the tweet from it was Scott Merkin, the the Sox beat writer. Mm-hmm. It was actually the tweet from him says uh, Rodon seeks consistent execution. Sure. So it it leads. I I can't imagine like a writer would come up with that on their own. That has to be something that they found, right? Or that they heard. Maybe. I don't know. That would be a... It's quite the phrasing where you're like, yeah, I'm sure you are. Either, either way, I am also in, in favor of consistent execution when it comes to the White Sox. Yes. And Carlos Rodon and his skills. Yeah. 
I can see that. Uh, <sighs> that's a good one. Uh, hopefully, we'll, we'll see if there's any big uh, White Sox trade news also. Uh, I, I, David Robertson is probably the biggest thing that's going to go. I, yeah. I, if anything else happened, I would like you like have to pick my job off the floor. Well, we'll be back in about you know 24 hours to run it down and have our feet under us and find out. So, uh, yep, format. I'm Dylan. Thanks for listening, and we will talk to you tomorrow. Enjoy your baseball and your trade deadline. Thank you for listening to the Field of Streams podcast. For more fantasy baseball analysis, visit fangraphs.com slash fantasy or follow us on Twitter at Rotographs.